0: Okay. How do I. Testing? Is it? Yeah, fine. Oh, shit. Oh, hello? 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 Recording.
1: Hello? Alright, cool. I'm
0: good. Hello?
2: Alright, is everyone good? Uh, bling, bling, bling. You what know, I should bling.
1: do? I should turn off my fan. No, I'll
2: leave that. Now, it's time more Woodward's with friends, here's your host, Kale Davidoff. Good evening, everyone. How do you know Hi, it's evening? Y'all.
1: How do you know it's evening? What? I know. What do you mean? How do I know it's like evening? Like people are going to listen at different times.
2: Well, I okay, that is true. Uh, you're Danny. You're you're, you're absolutely correct. Um, good afternoon. Good morning. Good night. Um, good Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, uh, or Friday, again, if you're listening to it on that. Uh, welcome. This is Woodwards and Friends. My name's Kale Davidoff. I'm here as I am every uh, once in a while with my friends Danny and Kelly. We, uh, man, we, we go back, back in the day to uh, Michigan State uh, film classes, and uh, we, we get together on this podcast to uh, keep our friendships alive and our and our sanities in check. Um, <laughs> Guys, um, I hope you're doing good. I- I'm doing this show uh, from a different location. I guess I'm doing it remotely. I, Where uh, are you? I, I, you know, it's kind of weird. Maybe I, I'm at my parents' house. Oh, you know, they're out of they're out of town, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go hang out in the big house today, and that's what I'm doing. And I'm doing the podcast from it. Do they get like
0: um offended if you go and like? Are in their house when they're not there. Even like you know, I don't think they assume that you're like having a party or something. But do they get offended that you go there when well, they're not know, there?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think maybe. And in a way, in a way, Kelly, this is kind of a test um, I, to see if they're listening to the podcast. Because <laughs> so you didn't tell them either. Oh no, no, I didn't. And if I and if I hear from my father next week he says. Hey, uh, Kale, uh, you were at the house. Why, why the hell are you at the house? You either don't live here or you do. And, um, I'll be like, how do you know? And if he says, I listen to the podcast, well, you know what? That'll be worth it. Cause I, I would, I'd like to know. <laughs> you no, know, I don't. This
1: is such a cry <laughs> for help. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I just, you know, I, I, sometimes I wonder. I say some stupid things on here. And I don't know if my parents would ever sit through the, the hour of this show to, to see what we're talking about here. But if they did, they'd. They might be a little concerned uh, with my well-being um you you guys you guys parents listen to the show you think absolutely not (laughs) well you guys don't even listen to the show why would your parents uh they don't know what a podcast is but but don't do you even tell them that this goes on
0: i don't because literally like explaining the concept of a podcast would take you know whatever Precious time that I have left with them. away.
2: <laughs> you know, what's funny. My my grandma finally she got a she got a laptop and the internet and everything for the first time in her life. And so my parents, you know, sent her to the website, and she's she's listened to some shows. So uh, grandma, if you're listening, uh, thanks for tuning in. It's my grandma's very cute. She calls websites stations.
1: <laughs>
2: like she's like I, I was at, I I saw your station the other day. <laughs> Do you um. Do you tell her that's not what it's called? Um, no, no, because I that, I think that kind of makes sense. The wood and and if my you know the podcast. It's the this is the Woodward's network of uh, internet radio, right? I
0: mean, I wish that um, you know, I wish I I wish that was true. I wish that websites were called stations. I want. I mean, I feel like that would help a lot of us cope with uh, the reality of you know technology slowly. Um, yeah, it's too big of a dominating a, force that uh, controls all mankind.
2: Right, it's it's too much of a chain from station to and website. That's like yeah.
0: somehow comparing it to AM radio. I think would help.
2: <laughs> <me>. <laughs> hey, Daddy, I, I I think I remember you telling me that uh, perhaps your father had listened to some segment
1: of the show. Yeah, he did listen to it because all I heard from my mom was, "Dad listened to your podcast," and I was like, <laughs> "Wow, okay." But I think I think it was when we were talking about him and Harbaugh in the whole right. fi- you know finding Harbaugh thing. so I don't know how many
2: uh, you know if he listens to everyone, I don't know, but uh well now you got to watch what you say. was he upset? was he no. like, come on, Danny, why are you talking to me? Why are you talking about me on the radio yeah. station
1: internet website it's like I don't want my info on the radio. you know that
2: <laughs> I don't want people to know I'm a Michigan I'm fan a
1: Michigan fan. you should be ashamed no i I don't I don't know. I don't think they'll ever listen again. Why would they right? they probably. Heard the first one, we're like, "Oh, this is what he's doing with his spare time <laughs> slash life." What about your siblings and/or significant
2: others, guys? Do they do, do you ever do you hide it from them? I'm curious, because or you know, Danny, do you think Vinny tipped off your parents and was like, "Danny was talking about you guys on the radio show, podcast, internet website"?
1: I don't know. I I have not asked them, but I doubt I doubt it. I think they just see a post. I think my my mom uses facebook through other people and then Mm -hmm. sees my post and uh sees you posting on my wall and probably clicks on it that's what i think (laughs) happens
2: (laughs) kelly do do any of your friends know that you do a podcast um yeah i think i
0: i want to give a a big shout out to my friend paul autumn
2: yes
0: because i know that he has listened to at least a portion um of this of one of these podcasts, so, <laughs> I told him about it. I remember he uh actually kind of came back with some uh he thought Danny was the funniest. He was like cracking up to Danny and
2: uh I've been hearing that from a lot of what, people. what so segment? I, I don't even say it. I just listen to you guys i don't you just you've kind of become funnier, I think in the last like six months or so, maybe because of this podcast. that might be wrong. I think oh.
0: he was talking about like the very first one, and I think it was like. Like, he thought it was funny because, like, I think it was like Kale and I would come to kind of a consensus and then Danny would just say something just completely (laughs) different, always. (laughs) Like, like it wouldn't be lengthy, but Danny would just say something like, "Uh, nope. Or like, you know, no, I think this for this reason. And it'd just be so out of left field that he thought it was
2: funny. I just, I Paul is a, I'm, I'm always, I'm used to giving thanks and shout outs to Paul. Um, yeah, he's because sh- I we did we did that for the skunked video. He was a big inspiration for that. Yeah, he's the and, best. And we we thanked him in the credits. Um, no, uh, Danny. Seriously, though, I don't want this to go to your head, but you, you've kind of been funnier, uh, more in the last half a year than probably ever since I've known you. For example, um, Johnny uh, found in the mail the other day a postcard from Intercourse, Pennsylvania. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> <laughs> oh really? That what did you say? Was, I don't know who sent that. Uh, I don't, it said. Uh, it said. I think it said. Tim, Johnny, and Kale. Those are you know the three people that live in my house. Um, wish you were here. <laughs> I, and I think it said Danny. <laughs> I think you signed it, dude. I didn't sign. It. Did I sign it?
1: I don't know. Actually. I don't I'm think not I signed right it. Now.
2: But. I, but you sent it because you know you I might you not have sent it.
1: it. I might have sent it. I might not have. But all I know is that I ha- also was an in intercourse, and I really wanted you guys to be in intercourse with me. <laughs>
2: oh
1: man! Maybe we could after
2: all... you, you know you know after intercourse you go to hell, Michigan. You
1: go to hell, Michigan after intercourse or before intercourse. <laughs> Usually, going to hell, Michigan leads to. They should have connecting flights just so that joke can like pay off. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I need the quickest way to go to hell. Have you tried intercourse?
1: Yeah, <laughs> K- let's just go to intercourse and then to hell.
0: <laughs> we should be paid for this. Like, oh, oh, this is great stuff.
2: Danny, can we talk? Can we talk quickly a little bit about what you were doing in, in Pennsylvania? Is that is that possible or is it confidential? No, it's not really confidential, but. Uh, it's yeah. kind of cool, man. I think it's I think it's freaking awesome. It's, it's fun. Okay. Twitter, ver- Twitter, Twitter version though, because I don't have too much time
1: for, to spend on this. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shooting a documentary with a friend about a Rocky Balboa impersonator that lives in Philadelphia, or he lives in uh, Harrisburg. See, this is already stupid and specific.
2: <laughs> no, it's, it's not stupid. So it you're doing you're doing, a, you're doing you're doing a documentary on yeah. uh, a Rocky impersonator and just kind of like. How someone could be so in love with that movie.
1: Pretty much, right? yeah. And how you can like kinda of base your life around a movie, I guess, in a right. way.
2: And I relate to that definitely in, in Star Wars and I think Kelly does in Warcraft. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: um Danny, I have a question. Do you um like when you're interviewing this uh this guy, are you the one doing the um are you asking the questions?
1: Not usually, no. Okay. But you'll interject, uh, right? Yeah, I'll I'll interject here and there. But like, you ever
2: inter you, you ever interject and go, "Yeah, I asked that question." And what was the question?
1: Oh no, my my questions are like They're like, "Do the Rocky thing again. Do it again. <laughs> do it for the. But look at the camera. Look at the camera and do it." And then I giggle. But that's or, like what that's was like, like what was
0: like the tone like for like I don't know. It just I typically interview people who are you know. I don't know, I think I'm interviewing them because they've done something kind of, I guess, extraordinary um, in, like, the scientific field. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is, like, something that's kind of foreign to me. I'm just kind of, like, wondering what the, um, like, atmosphere like, of that interview is. Like, what's, like, the tone? That is it, like, is he kind of, like, aware of the fact that you guys are, I, I mean, like... I guess following him because he's done something so completely different than just the
1: vast majority of everybody would do. Yeah, he's aware. He's aware of it, and he's he's good on camera because he is kind of in on the joke. But he's also, you know, he's also just a crazy super fan. I mean, there's no other way to put it. You know, so like he he's in. On, he knows it's kind of weird, but he's just that side of crazy where it's like. Oh man that's pretty awesome you know
2: Well yeah he seems like For a great sure. subject I mean I've seen, I've seen some footage and and but you know it probably helps you Danny that the fact that I mean honestly that you're a big Rocky fan I mean when you can just sit with and and you know you can just sit and talk with someone about something that you're both passionate about I feel like that always um, results in a more natural interview Yeah um like I found that with so I I just I did this thing on the 501st Ledron. I wrote a a blog post about them. They're the costume organization that they dress up in Star Wars costumes and go to events, whether it's Comerica Park or Children's Hospitals and stuff like that. And um, during that interview, I I met with the PR person and Kevin Johnson, who was absolutely great. Like, it was awesome just to sit down and talk with him. But I just found how, like, I literally had a moment there where I was like, there's nothing in this world I know more of than I do Star Wars. And, like, I should do Star Wars for a living. (laughs) Like, I I had that kind of moment, you know. I mean, if you could make rocky documentaries for your life, would you do it? Well, I'd I'd make one.
1: <laughs> one to one to three
2: maybe. But you would you wouldn't do it. Like you wouldn't make like a like if 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 you make this doc and HBO's like, "Oh my god, this is got to be a, a TV show every year and we want you to produce it."
1: Oh, I would totally do that. I'd <laughs> do that. That would be awesome. Cuz like like of so with, like Mike, the guy that uh, we're following, I mean, he puts on, he just started this thing a couple years ago where he does Rocky, personal Rocky film tours right now. And he'll take you and your buddies in a bus or a van and like go around to all the sites and he dresses up as Rocky and shows you the sites as Rocky. And it's like, if you're a Rocky fan, it is so cool. And he's like, right now, I think he's like number 10 on like the Travelocity in Philly. Like it's just booming right now. That's amazing. So. Um, so there's,
0: like, a huge demand for that? That's kind of... I, I I didn't know there was such a huge, like, Rocky fan base. Yeah.
1: Uh, people come from, like, all over the world, honestly, to, like, if they're Rocky fans and they want to go to Philly, he's, you know, of course they're going to yeah. go on that Rocky tour because, you know, you can't get any more Rocky than a Rocky impersonator taking you around the city, you know, right. to all the sites. And so- we went to the sites and it was, it was awesome because, like, a lot of the sites, you know, from the movie are... Look exactly like they do in the movie, and they're still there. And there's, you know, it's not like it's become some like over commercialized thing. It's just, you know, a dingy apartment that looks exactly like it did in the film. So, so obviously, like the most iconic
2: location in that film is the Philadelphia Museum of Art that he runs up the steps of. Yeah. Um, What, but aside from that, like, what was the coolest location you saw on your on your trip this time?
1: I think the Rocky's apartment was the coolest yeah. because you know like through the lens it felt like you were shooting Rocky you know mm-hmm. um that's really awesome that's so like, it really looks
0: exactly the same as it did in the movie
1: pretty much yeah there's the tr- the train goes by um every wow, you know so awesome. often just like it does when him and Mick are walking away from the apartment and um uh Rocky decides to take Mick on um as his trainer yeah. so that's like a kind of an kind iconic of shot in the film and like you can just stand in the spot where that camera was and watch the train go over and it looks exactly the same there's like shoes hanging from the uh telephone lines it's just like it's all it's It's all there. yeah
2: um i wonder if that'll like ever become like an historical landmark or something you know the city of or the state of pennsylvania will you know do something to, to preserve those in the way that they will continue to look the way they do um so he dresses up as a, as Rocky, correct?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Have you,
2: um, you know, I, we, Halloween just passed? I'm surprised I've never seen you, Danny, in a Halloween in a in a Rocky costume.
1: Yeah, I would do it, but not after uh,
2: meeting Mike. seeing someone. Yeah, re- yeah. That's that's how I feel. With like, I just met this guy, Kevin, who like builds his own snowtrooper outfits, and they're incredible. Yeah. And like, I I feel like anything. Like you remember in a uh, junior year when I was I was Luke Skywalker with Yoda on my back. <laughs> yeah. That was and awesome. just how shitty and makeshift that <laughs> costume was. I the feel Yoda like I'm embarrassed. Great. Well, the Yoda was bought. I didn't make the Yoda. Right, right. That was a good one. Um hey, Kelly, have you ever what did you dress up for this this past Halloween? Anything?
0: Uh I was uh Jake the Dog. Um, Shut up, really? From Adventure Time.
2: Where's the pic? Where where's the picture of that?
0: I love Adventure Time. It was just like a, a onesie, it was like the easiest costume ever. <laughs>
2: Was but someone yeah, Finn? No. What? Was someone Finn?
0: Uh, no, my girlfriend was Lady Rainicorn. Oh, okay. That's sweet. Um, but yeah, I'm usually Jean from Wet Hot American Summer. That's like oh, a
2: recurring nice. outfit. Yeah, every I feel like everyone has a recurring outfit. Mine was the Burger King guy for like three Halloweens. Oh, nice. Remember that guy? That guy was creepy and yeah. awesome.
0: I love that guy.
2: Did you see, uh, Kelly, did you see Danny's costume from this past Saturday?
0: Yeah, I saw it. Danny was uh, some kind of weird, fucked up dude.
2: <laughs> okay, so so I, I shit you not. On Friday night, I said to Liz, I was like, you know what would be a funny costume? Sexy ET. Like, <laughs> if I could somehow pull off sexy ET, that would be like that would be my dream costume. Also, rest in peace to Melissa Matheson, ET writer who passed away yesterday. Um, but um, I showed up to the party we went to on Saturday. And uh, Danny is dressed in a ski mask with some things on the side (laughs) of his head that make it go kind of, like, rectangular-shaped, and he... I, he points a finger at me that looks bruised and goes, what am I? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: now, I put the,
2: picture on the, put the picture on the Facebook page, and I, I'll probably put it on the uh, Woodwards with Friends uh, page on the site. But
1: Danny, uh, was Hobo E.T.? I mean, what, what I were you? I was just E.T. <laughs> I was very authentic E.T. I had a knockoff Carhartt hat. I cut out holes for my uh, eyes and mouth and then put socks in the side of them to give it that E.T. head shape, you know? Um,
2: yeah, I think that's I think that's how they did it back in nineteen eighty two. Totally,
1: totally. Yeah. Um, and then I just bought a bunch of brown attire at the Salvation Army. Um, you
2: actually you actually went out and bought stuff for that costume? Yeah,
1: I because I was I couldn't think of what to be until the last minute, so that I went to the Salvation Army and thought like brown et, you know, <laughs> that'll be good. And I think I pulled. I, I think people, if they see the picture, will recognize. Et. Um, yeah, I did scare yeah, the it's... hell out of some trick or treaters though. Two uh, little girls came to the door. That because we were at a you know Christmas party.
2: Trick or treat. We were at a Christmas wait, party. What did I say?
1: So I'm really drunk right, right now. Um, <laughs> we were at a Christmas party.
2: Yeah, he is, isn't it? We, we were at a Halloween party in a residential neighborhood, and the right. kids came to the door, and then.
1: Oh man! I opened the door, and they just stared at me like. <laughs> <laughs> I just said You ever see E.T.? You ever see E.T.? I think I said it three times out of nervousness Because I saw the fear in their eye And they, went, they just Mom told me not to, to talk yeah. to people
2: like you <laughs> that,
1: In retrospect It sounds Honey, just absolutely stay from any insane any <laughs> You ever see E.T., little kid? You ever see E.T.? Yeah, I'll show it to you <laughs> Come on in I'll Show you E.T. Not some candy
2: Oh. Yeah, Kelly. What's the best costume you've ever worn on Halloween, not in the bedroom? Um, I mean, that, we'll save that for another another podcast. I mean,
0: I think that's why my Jean costume is my reoccurring costume. It's just like the best costume. It's, I'm
2: not familiar. Do you look like him? Uh, when I have a beard, I can pass. Okay, I just googled it, and <coughs> I, I totally see it so do you uh you wear like a cut off shirt like that yep cut off belly shirt and bandana uh, yes an
0: apron, apron a bandana and uh either like jeans or sweatpants nice and it's yeah it's can't go wrong
2: um i was uh, my senior year i was uh well, actually last year i was short round that was pretty awesome <laughs> Well yeah, Temple that was Doom. memorable. That
1: was memorable.
2: Yeah, thank you. Um but I was um I was MC Hammer my senior year of college and I was I like I wore like a mesh shirt, so that was just kind of awesome. <laughs> I think I've seen pictures from that. Uh yeah. And and Antoine was Rick James, so it was kind of amazing. Um y- you know, I was Yoda one year and this is my freshman year what was the latest you guys went trick-or-treating like how old were you the, la- the last time you went trick-or-treating
1: uh, be honest
2: yeah. kelly's good kelly's gonna be like seven <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um i don't know i think i must i'm maybe like 12 uh, i don't know danny when is an acceptable age?
2: Well, I so I did I remember freshman year of high school we went out. Like I don't think we really went trick or cheating but we walked around. And I was wearing a Yoda mask and I was I was with a group of like eight guys and we were walking back. We're like we're like less than a quarter of a mile away from my parents' house to call it a night. And this this pickup truck flies by and a dozen eggs come flying at all of us. they all miss except for four of them that all hit me in the face (laughs) (laughs) and i'm wearing this i'm wearing i'm wearing this yoda mask and like one like got in the eye socket kind of thing so like a big like yolk exploded in my mask and it was all up and everywhere and it got in my hair and it was disgusting and everyone's laughing at me i remember we got to uh we got to my house and i basically everyone stayed downstairs and i went upstairs and like had a very shameful shower where, like, I looked down and just yoke was coming from everywhere, and I was crying, and um, uh, that was my most memorable Halloween uh, moment ever.
1: Ah, oh, this is very sad.
2: Yeah, I know. So, how many people were with you that didn't get hit there by? Were, there was any? literally a, there, at the very least there was eight, probably more. And how? Wait, how old were you again? Sorry, I was thirteen or fourteen.
0: 13 or 14 w- were there any ladies
2: with you i said i was 13 or 14 <laughs> 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 well, yeah there were no ladies at, no. at that
0: age like that i feel like that would have been like the most possible like yeah no that, that
2: would that would have that would have set me back five more years than i was already set back in terms of socializing with the opposite um sex um nice it was uh kelly was it you did you drive by and do that because uh yeah you know i've, I've, I've basically been, i put this podcast on really just to find that out because i've been suspicious have you known for all this time? i've been suspicious yes okay well
0: were you were yeah, you I in west
2: bloomfield fall of 24 2004
0: yeah i mean i'm i'm not sorry I, i'm <laughs> glad that i did it i know and, you're uh, i know you're not sorry <laughs> You'd do it again.
2: This is like some kind of elaborate old boy scheme for you. Yeah, the whole podcast was, uh, I just want to know who egged me. Um, hmm, um. <laughs> <laughs> I had a weird story like that. Um, like
0: somebody, I, I don't think it was an egg. It was, I think it might've been a snowball. Actually, it was like in the middle of winter. But uh, somebody, like, was driving by the same story and, like, you know, threw this thing at me. They were, like, hanging out. Th- I remember the guy was, like, hanging out the window. And I remember, it lo- like, looking very uncomfortable how he had, how far he had to pull himself out of the window to get his arm out so that he could throw this thing at me, you know, fast. Yeah. Um, and it was an amazing throw. And it was coming right at my face. And I caught it uh, Perfectly. Mm-hmm and threw it and hit him in the face and it was like the most triumphant moment of my life that's amazing because like, he's like driving away you know like he's in the back seat and like he's look he's got this like as he's winding up too it was like it was, it was like it was in slow motion he had this look of just extreme hatred on his face <laughs> as he like winds up and like lets go with this thing, and I just like caught it, and I was like, "Holy shit!" I was like, <laughs> "Like, it, I didn't really it, think about it. It. <laughs> it wasn't like it wasn't anything like I'm gonna get this guy. Did this guy tried to get me. I'm gonna get him." I was just like, "Got, the, got it. It's yours." And just like, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. You threw it back, and you said, "You drop this." Well, no, I didn't even say anything because <laughs> he was already he was like
0: so far away. It was over. It was that, and nothing ever like I like saw him regularly. It was like it was in high school as well like right outside of the high school like we were all getting out of school and like i saw that dude regularly after that oh wow and just nothing was said i didn't say anything he didn't say anything and that was that It was just really kind of (laughs) weird
2: well that's the difference between me and you kelly is that you know you're the kind of guy you get you get stuff thrown at you you catch it and throw it back i get stuff well i get stuff i get stuff thrown at me it ends up with tears and yoke in the shower
0: two things it was in broad daylight, one okay, so that's a huge advantage, yeah, yeah, yeah. getting that's something true. thrown at them, yep, and then second, I didn't have some terribly uh hand eye coordination debilitating mask over, <laughs> my face. so well I should have.
2: <laughs> you know you, you think you put that mask on you don't need hand eye coordination, you just use the force,
0: yeah, i mean you'd think. or like yeah, it's i mean eggs are tough, like then you'd also have had to watch mighty ducks like on
2: repeat um <laughs> forever to be able to catch those eggs that's true. Um You know what I you know what you know what I saw online a lot of as uh, as far as a costume for Halloween um was uh was Drake. Um Drake from this new music video that that kind of took over the internet last week. Danny, you were in Philly when this happened. Did you did you notice any of this stuff going on? So there's this is there's this new music video called Hotline Bling that Drake came out with and um he's dressed very distinctly like an idiot. And he's dancing very distinctly like an idiot. And within a week, it had like forty million views on YouTube, and people were dressing up as that costume for Halloween, and people were making memes out of it. Did you Did you catch any of this, Danny?
1: No, no. This is all fresh.
2: This is all fresh. It's the new
1: Gangnam Dance.
2: But isn't that you know?
1: This
0: song is old, isn't it? Or no? Isn't that the Gangnam Dance?
2: That's
1: real close.
2: It is, yeah. But Danny, I don't know if this song is. This song might be old, but the music video is new. I think. Oh, okay. I think I could be wrong. I mean, on on Drake's on the YouTube page, it says it's pretty new, but who, I don't know how old this is. See, this is what this is why, yeah, you know, I have no business even criticizing these people. But, um, we as we like to do often here, um, we like to hyper criticize hit music. Um, I, I did this. I actually did a blog post on this on Drake's Hotline Bling, but. I really wanted to get your guys' thoughts on it. Um, yeah, Hotline Bling by Drake. You used to call me on my cell phone night when you need my love. You've, you've all seen it, I'm sure. Um, you know, Danny, since it's fresh in your mind, I mean, what what do you make of this this music video?
1: Well, if you listen to it without any um, volume, he just looks like a really stressed out, like paranoid schizophrenic. <laughs> Just in a box, freaking out.
2: Yeah, I haven't actually watched it without, without volume, so now I'm
1: now I'm, now I'm doing that. You That's gotta, a good point though. Like oh if my he had God, a sharp, yeah. if he had a shopping cart next to him and you know some sleeping bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, somebody should edit that in. Somebody should put in a shopping cart and some sleeping
2: bags. I'm sure they. i this this thing has been like memed the hell out. You know what, people? You ever seen those music videos without music? things where like people take the music out and then they just, they just put sounds in <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that's what I want I'm waiting for that yeah. for this oh, um t- so what do you, what do you think I might take about how like as I wrote on the on the website that like basically people were like oh this is so cool because he's like a bad dancer and so am I and whatever like that's how I danced at the club I mean, no. This is like,
0: this is in my opinion how like Adam uh, Adam Sandler dances. <laughs> <laughs> like, have you ever seen Adam Sandler like dance in yeah. like I don't know like Billy Madison yeah. like or any of his movies when he's like he plays a lot of times just a complete idiot. Yes. And I feel like this is kind of like a like a slowed down version of that because he's always very energetic and kind of like goofy and honestly not really a terrible dancer. But uh, this is kind of like a Valium uh, fueled like Billy Madison dance. No, I opinion. totally
2: see that, especially like what he does with his hands.
0: Yeah, he does weird stuff with his hands and it's just like, it seems so silly and kind of moronic that it's like, you know, <laughs> it's definitely on an Adam Sandler level and I, I respect that.
2: You, well, Kelly, we talked before the show, you think that this is, that what what's really going on here is that this is uh, this is beyond any level of our comprehension. That basically this is like dip this is like the dippin dots of of uh of music. Like it's ahead of its time. And Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's that that comparison, but it's
0: uh, <laughs> like dippin dip dots couldn't Deep have come D-dots. at a better time. But um, <laughs> Yeah, this is the- I, Yeah, I mean, this is this is amazing. This is like I mean, this guy is like like Drake and like the dude who like put this video together they're, they're like on par with Stanley Kubrick in my mind. Uh, they're <laughs> This is amazing, it, but it's but um, what you're
2: saying though is it's something that we cannot yet fully appreciate. Like we will. 20 I think it's going to take now.
0: decades. I think we're going to watch this in forty years, and we're still going to be finding new things about it to enjoy. And um
2: yeah, it's just I will. Yeah, I mean, I. Danny, what do you think about the themes of the lyrics? Uh
1: it's very it's poignant because, <laughs> he, well, it's like the. Wait, what is it? I'm going to call you on my cell
2: phone. Is that what it is? I'm going to be honest, man. You know, I, don't what, I don't know what the I hell gotta he's saying. I he got to look up these. All I, I hear Jesus. in this song is... Come? Bling! <laughs> bling. <laughs> bling!
0: What does hotline bling mean? Bling. I feel like I'm... I i do not know. I feel like I'm, Uh, you know... Dude, Kelly, old, I don't know, man. I'm I, old or something. Dude, or like I'm
2: just kind of like out of touch right now. I... I I don't, I I really don't know, man. What what do you think it means?
0: Well, I think it's all about this guy who likes to just call up the, like, the phone sex hotline. And is just, like, yeah, he is, like, he's in this box because, yeah, he's in this kind of, like, you know, tumultuous, uh, like, paranoid state of mind where he's worried about, like, you know, the fact that this woman who he calls and pays to talk dirty to him is talking dirty to other people right as well right. um and i feel like i'm taking it way too literally no well i think, I I think that i think i'm
2: way off base here <clears throat> no i mean and maybe you, you may have changed my mind in this song now i, I kind of understand I, I have empathy for that
0: well just because like you know other than that i don't understand why it starts with like you know a, a phone sex hotline or why the song is called hotline bling because um, uh, i just where I don't, yeah, I don't know. know where.
2: Why? Where does it make sense? Where does it even about then? I don't know. Danny, <gasps> this is, have you this weird. have you found anything in terms of what this lyrics are actually saying?
1: I think it's like ancient samurai uh, advice about <laughs> what,
2: what, like Sun Tzu? What? Well, is that Chinese?
1: Oh, that if, dude if like you the, read it the in
2: Five
0: a... Rings or whatever of. Uh, if you read that it, dude, that samurai guy in or... a
1: in a racist. Um, Chinese uh, accent Sounds like this Go ahead You don't need No one else You don't (laughs) need Nobody else No Why you never alone Why you always Touching road Used to (laughs) always Stay at home Be a good girl You was in the zone Yeah You should be yourself Right now You're someone else
2: (laughs) Dude that was that's, not, that's just like a bad Yoda. like. <laughs> but you're right. No, I totally... That could, these are all just fortune cookies that he got at Chinese restaurants over the past right. decade, and he put them into a song. But what's the fortune?
0: So you're saying that Hotline Bling is like a typo on a fortune from a fortune cookie? Or is that part of a fortune somehow?
2: Maybe it was... Maybe it's, maybe it's supposed to be hot, hot Never mind. Hotline bring. I'm okay with that. You could have said yes, and I would have just accepted it. Oh, man. Okay, the the last question is, am I being too hard on this song? No. Via my blog post.
1: In the blog post? I mean, it's, it's a little... When you compare it to, like, The Temptations, it's a, you know...
2: Well, that's not what I'm doing. I'm, I wasn't. I was comparing it to the fact that, like, the four tops couldn't dance, and so they just didn't, you know? Right. Like, right. they were bad. They were terrible dancers. Like, that's kind of, like, a well-known thing about them. And I, I, But what about, you know, You know, how, like, so I compared it to Shake It Off, right? That's the same idea, where it's just like. Yeah. See what this Shake It Off is about? It's, it's literally all of her just not being good at dancing for, like, five minutes, and it's annoying to me.
1: It is funny that she's, like, I mean, the biggest superstar ever. And her whole message is just, like, accept my mediocrity.
2: Right. But also, just, like, the fact that there's so many good dancers in this music video, but somehow she's the center stage. Like, that's kind of symbolic of what you just said.
0: (laughs) It seems like she's kind of making fun of them. Yeah, that's
2: the other thing. I I literally believe that. I think it's, like, she's kind of making fun of all these. I feel like they're there because they're, like,
0: shit, I I need a... I need some money. I need a paycheck, right. <laughs> and then she's just like, this is, they're like her kind of playthings, kind of cruel, like spoiled child.
2: Wow. That's wow, like... this
0: dude's doing, these guys are doing, these guys are doing some amazing I know. stuff. Yeah,
2: and then she sucks. Like, I'm we're very impressed. If you take Taylor Swift out of this music video, I might even like this song. Just because I'm enjoying everyone else dancing, you know?
1: It'd be like, shake it off, like shake off Taylor Swift's,
2: uh, yeah. no switch. <laughs> shake her off of the dancers. Uh. Yeah, okay. Um, you know, I want to. I want to bring back something we haven't done in a while, which is from Danny to Kelly, which is a little little game we play where I'll I'll give you a, a list of things, we go back and forth from Danny to Kelly, and you guys have to tell me about the things that I'm listing. Guys, uh, as we record this, the new James Bond movie comes out tomorrow. Spectre. Um, i'm pretty excited for it, and uh, I, w- I thought we would do a, a James Bond themed uh, version of from Danny to Kelly um, i'm going to go a little outside the box here as you may know uh, James Bond books were or, sorry the James Bond series did start out as a book by Ian Fleming, a series of books by Ian Fleming and then afterwards um, it became movies and there are other books. So just to throw a little curveball at you guys what i 'm going to do here is i 'm going to list a book, the title of a James Bond book that you probably have not heard of and you have to tell me what james bond's mission was in that book can we also uh add like you have to say which uh actor yes.
0: james bond is the lead of this yes absolutely all right that makes it that makes it good
2: okay dan you're gonna go first you ready for this yeah uh, yep all right the name of the mission is Colonel son uh which bond was it and what was the mission in Colonel Son? Say the
1: name of the mission was Colonel Son. Yeah, the book Colonel Son. Oh, the name of the book was Colonel Son. Um, he had to rescue the KFC uh, spokesman son.
2: <laughs> okay, so it's Norm Macdonald's son, but yeah. uh, who who played James Bond in Colonel Son?
1: Um, it has to be one of the Bonds. <laughs>
2: No, no. That's, let's op- let open it. creativity, Danny. I want. <laughs> yeah, you to yeah. Let's open here. it up. Let's let's open it up. Who who played Bond in Colonel Sun?
1: Um. um Frank Daraband. <laughs> <He's laughs> <just like>, so <laughs> just melts
0: down mid answer. I love so it. So bizarre.
2: Okay, Kelly. License renewed. That was so stupid.
0: <laughs> license renewed. Yep. Um. <laughs> I think, you know, the entirety of the movie that I'm seeing in my mind is, like, James Bond uh, got his driver's license, not his license to kill, uh, taken away, so like, <laughs> right. he's, he's trying to solve all his mysteries, yeah. like, by taking public transit, um, <laughs> and then, like, at the end of the movie, obviously, he gets his driver's license back, and everything's, you know, nifty and stuff, but the whole movie is just him taking, like, taxis, or, like, trains, <laughs> or... Uh, uh rickshaw or something like that and um it's just you know hijinks and sue and um I think the only one that I really would uh believe for that would probably be like like Roger Moore. Okay I think would he could pull that up. Yeah off. he
2: could do that. Um Danny four
1: special services for special services <laughs> Okay, that was when James Bond was uh on the uh the Phone Sex call um hotline. And uh <laughs> there was the mind. one line that he had to say to get things going. And uh who played James Bond? That would be uh Michael Cera. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, for
0: real though, that like I can't believe that's the title of a James Bond novel. It yeah. sounds like the chapter to like a like, a hotel human resources (laughs) manual or
2: something like that. Uh, Kelly, zero minus ten. Um. (laughs) These are some bad titles.
0: This is, um, the only James Bond film involving time travel. Um. (laughs) And they end up in the negative zone ruled by, uh, the Hypnotoad. Um. And, uh. I think who's my favorite James Bond? Is it, I feel like Timothy Dalton is. Hell gotta yeah, be Timothy Dalton's your favorite. Timothy James Dalton
2: is definitely going to the negative zone. Yeah, man. If anyone's going to the negative zone, of James Bond movie, it's gonna be Timothy Dalton. Um, For real. In fact, maybe he would even play it now. I want him to be James Bond. He's seventy-one or whatever. Let's just let's do it. Let's recast Timothy the, Timothy Dalton as Bond after Daniel Craig. Um, yes. <clears throat> um, Danny. Never dream of dying. <laughs>
1: Never dream <of. laughs> Alright, this is the James Bond where he has he cannot fall asleep the whole movie or else he'll be <laughs> killed because there's a device put there's a device put in his body that will automatically um <laughs> Isn't that Isn't, <laughs> our, isn't that Jason State the movie? Is it? Really? If you can't fall asleep, you can't fall asleep. Is it's it? like speed. It's like speed but, you know, sleep version. Um, who's playing James Bond in that movie? Um Isn't that what Crank is? I don't know. I, I think Steve Buscemi would be a really good wide-eyed uh because <laughs> he, <'cause> he can't <laughs> fall asleep his eyes are yeah. just wide open. Yep.
2: Uh um Okay, crank. By the way, is um, if his heart rate drops, he dies. So that's like kind of close to your idea of this movie. By the way, (laughs) Um, 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 Uh. Kelly, blood fever. Um.
0: Blood fever. I think this one would also be played by Roger Moore, and I think that this is probably, I mean, it has to be some kind of, like, uh, it starts out as, like, some grand spy adventure, and then kind of, like, after he meets the Bond girl and kind of, you know, seduces her and stuff, has contracts some kind of, like, terrible, like, deadly, instantly deadly uh, venereal disease. <laughs> and the Bond girl turns out to be also the villain, because she, like, knew, she's, like, you know... Uh, I don't know
2: special well, that's why she gave him the the disease kinda,
0: that's like her talent that she's followed <laughs> over all of her years training in the mountains of uh, Venezuela um, and yeah james Bond oh, spoiler was oh, the last
2: that was the last james Bond oh no. Danny no deals mister last one for both of you uh no deals mr Bond
1: <laughs> james Bond uh needs to uh pass a A bowel movement, but he's uh, extremely constipated.
2: Uh, Where did you get that from the title No Deals, Mr. Bond?
1: (laughs) Because he's trying to go and he can't so, you know, it's like his adversary is right there over him, you know, staring (laughs) at him like, no deals, Mr. Bond, no deals, Mr. Bond, because, you know, he can't poop. (laughs) And Q comes
2: up to him and looks him in the mirror in the bathroom and goes... While he's sitting on the toilet and goes, Uh, you know, the toughest the toughest opponent you ever faced is that guy right there. Your butt. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, okay, Kelly last one, last but least, um <laughs> Uh which one should I choose? Silver fin <laughs> Um Silver Finn.
0: God, what, you have to tell me what this actually is about after this, because I, you know, like, brief synopsis, because I have to know. But it's um, actually ridiculous. I yeah. think the, the James Bond would have been um, Pierce Brosnan. I think this would have came after G- Gold. This,
2: was, no, it's a prequel to Golden because it's Silver Fin. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Well, I,
0: I I was thinking it would be a, like on a level of ridiculousness where it would follow. Die uh, another day. What was, what was the one with? Yeah, die another day. That piece um, of shit movie. Dude, it's so bad. So, so good. <laughs> anyway, back to Silver Finn. Um, and Taylor Swift would be the bonzel, <laughs> of course mm. in this one, but um. I think that the whole movie would kind of revolve around like, you know, in the f- it would be, you know, in the future and uh I think like dolphin racing would be mm-hmm. a thing and the whole movie takes place at this one epic dolphin <laughs> race and one of the dolphins has uh like a f- like a fin or something that has some kind of device in it and uh It's
2: silver <laughs> something
0: to do with silver and um, James Bond. And who's James? Thing. Who is James and Bond then, played?
2: Oh, it's Pierce Brosnan and Taylor and Taylor Swift. Yeah, <laughs> That's
0: but Pierce Brosnan when he's like you know ten years from now.
2: <laughs> so um, he's even older than he is now. He's and Taylor Swift age. five years five <laughs> years earlier
0: from from now. Oh uh, um, god. And I'm uh, s- also. Yeah,
2: I think that's it. That's all I got. Okay. Uh, Guys, we end every show with you guys giving me suggestions of things to draw. So, uh, real quick, uh, what are you going to torture me with this week? And then I'll end up torturing you guys with my drawing. (laughs) They're always extremely difficult, I want you to know. Because if you were just to say, hey, draw a face, that would be difficult. But you guys always push the envelope. (laughs) Um, Danny? Uh,
1: I want to... Draw no, sorry, I'm super drunk. I want you to draw a photo of yourself giving a Star Wars tour.
2: Okay.
0: Uh Jesus. Uh, I want you to draw um if in you know the fictional world where Drake and Taylor Swift um got married, what would their first dance look like? <laughs>
2: Just take one snapshot yeah, that's from that a good one. I'm excited to draw that. Um, okay, guys. Um, do you guys want to take us out together? Like, simultaneously, you guys take us out. All
1: right, ready? ready? One, one two, yep. two, three. three. Thanks, go. For, thanks for... I thought we were doing it at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go,
2: ready? Gotta, one, two, two, three. Thank you
1: for having us. Out again next time. <laughs> Kelly. What? <laughs>
2: okay. Danny For and uh, Danny and Kelly, I'm Kale. We'll see you guys next I'm time. Danny I'm Woodward. I'm Kelly. Kelly. Um, see ya. <laughs> Bye. This has been a Woodward'sDetroit.com production. Your Detroit
0: Avenue to Alternative Pop Culture Talk.